hello everybody. I'm back again. Joel McRae in the house. So good to be hanging out with you and uh, so much on the mind as I always say. Brain is always turning. It seems like uh, it doesn't really want to take a break, but it's a good thing. Uh, sometimes it can be considered negative to be an overthinker, but hey, as a child, I was always a dreamer, always a thinker, ponderer. And for those of you out there frustrated with the mind running so much, I get you. Uh, we are in this thing together. I guess today my mind is running toward the uh, questions that I've come across as far as um, why is it that others are being used more so than me? Those times where you look around and it seems like uh, other people are getting more opportunities than you, that it seems like good grief. I am uh, working just as hard as the next person. And it seems like opportunities are just off in the distance. But yet other people are getting opportunities more so uh, than I. What in the world is going on? I've had a number of conversations on uh, situations such as that. As far as what's going on with that, why is it that I'm having to wait? Is there something that I need to develop? Is there something that I need to change? Is there something that I need to um, get better at? Or am I being punished for something? Uh, what is really uh, going on? And so the mindset that, uh, or that came to me or the analogy was uh, that it's like thinking about the difference between a crop duster and a jumble jet. So if you're not familiar with a crop duster, especially for uh, we call the tenderfoots, uh, the city folks, uh, people that don't get a chance to come out to the, uh, the country and see uh, far farmland, uh, you'll begin to see these small planes that uh, just go up uh, and drop uh, pesticides on the, uh, the fields uh, out in the farms. So those planes just go up and they drop what we call the crop dust and uh, are the pesticides. And then they go back to the hangar where they reload and they come up and drop uh, more of the pesticides on different rows. So those crop dusters seem uh, to be up in the air regularly uh, and sometimes daily, depending on what their um, their clientele is, unless the uh, farmers own their own planes. So it just seems like, oh, my gosh, these uh, crop dusters are always in service. These crop dusters are always getting opportunities. Seems like everybody's calling on them every five minutes to be utilized. But here I am waiting, 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 waiting. I'm getting frustrated. I'm getting disappointed and sometimes getting angry because I've put in the time for my craft. I put in the time for my gift. I've let people know what I do. I let people know that I'm ready. I uh, let people know that I'm reliable and that I'm going to be excellent. But here we are again, waiting for an opportunity. But when you think about the crop duster, the opportunities for the crop duster may be a lot more uh, frequent while the jumble jet has to wait longer. Why is it that the jumble jet has to wait longer. Well, it's primarily because the jumble jet has a bigger assignment. The assignment for the jumble jet has a whole lot more people uh, to carry around, a whole lot more luggage to carry around. The plane is a lot larger, and therefore the fueling for uh, the jet is going to be a lot more in requirement. 
uh, considering the fact that the people that are going to be impacted by the jump at, jumble jet is going to be large, that means the security measures in order to make sure that the clientele will be safe is going to be a lot more involved. And so when you're thinking about um, what it's going to take to get this jumble jet uh, ready, we have to consider the fact that there's a lot more involved, a lot more preparation involved, a whole lot more logistics involved. And we also have to consider the fact that the uh, the time that this plane is going to be in the air is going to be a lot longer. I remember taking a flight from uh, DFW to uh, London and that flight was, I believe, 13 hours in the air. And uh, when I that was the first time I've actually gone overseas for a musical event. And considering how big the plane was, considering how many people were on the plane, because one, it is too expensive to get prepared for something that large if you don't have enough people on the plane because you have to make sure that the clientele being utilized will also have enough revenue to cover the cost. So what does that mean? Why? What is the analogy? What has God called you to do? Are, are you actually called to be a jumble jet, meaning that is oh, what you're called to do very small or is something that you're called to do if you're dreaming big? Sometimes someone has a very large dream. They prepared for a large dream. They've studied for a large dream. They've invested in themselves for a large dream and have to understand that this large dream is going to take a lot of preparation. It's going to take a lot of uh, logistical uh, understanding and that the clientele involved is going to be a lot larger. So therefore, a lot of the movement may not be as frequent. It's almost like looking at the difference between a lemonade stand and the franchise. Well, yeah, go make some lemonade, go stand on the corner. Don't you really even have to have all of the certifications. But if you're looking at a franchise and you're looking at a number of locations, you're looking at loans, you're looking at uh, basically certificates of occupancy from the city. So there's a whole lot more logistics to get a franchise off the ground than there is to get a lemonade stand. It's the difference between an auto manufacturer or, like, or a college bed racer. I don't necessarily know if y'all have actually seen a college bed race, but they're probably one of the most hilarious things you'll see where folks who actually just make uh, cars or moving vehicles out of just about anything. They might have a bed frame, put some wheels on it, push it down the street and see who's going to win. And they will block off streets. We used to do that at the University of Texas at Arlington. But. University of Texas Arlington is also known for its engineering of racing cars. So I'm sure that the logistics of building a racing car is a whole lot more involved than it is for the actual bed race. Or are you trying to prepare to, if you will, play musical chopsticks or a sonatina or a concerto? Now, these concertos are very advanced, very fast, very, very intense and very uh, deeply harmonic songs as opposed to this two-note song called Chopsticks that just about everybody played if they ever sat on the piano and got that done. What are we comparing? What are we trying to accomplish? What is it that we are trying to do? Have we really sat back and said, wait a minute, am I trying to do Chopsticks or am I trying to do a Sonatina? Uh, am I trying to be... Uh, 
a an expert on the game operation. I don't know if you've ever actually played the game operation where you're actually trying to get these little plastic body parts out of uh, the game without hitting the sides and the red nose uh, lighting up because you hit the side. Well, if you're trying to play operation versus being a true surgeon, the preparation is totally different. What am I saying with all of these wild, crazy analogies is we have to understand our calling, understand our purpose, understand our dream. What is it that you're dreaming about? Some people like I don't even really know what my purpose is. I don't even understand how to figure out what my purpose is. Well, that right there is going to be a start. If you're trying to figure out why is it that other people are being used more so, the first thing I have to find out is like, what do I want to be used to do? What I what am I called to do? And some of the main questions that we ask again in those situations will be if I didn't have to worry about money, if I didn't have to worry about any obligations, what would I really want to do with my time? What is it that makes me happy? What is it that brings me joy? And how can I figure out how to do that? Bless a lot of people make a living at it and pass something on. If you can sit down and say, you know what, if money were no object, if I didn't have to worry about any obligations for me, I would want to be a musician. That is the one thing that is on the first four, uh, the forefront of my mind on a regular basis. I think about that. I dream about that. Um, what's in your dream? You know, uh, when you go to sleep at night and what do you dream about? Now, some people say, I can't dream. My, my my brain is moving so rapidly and things like that. So I get that. That's a, probably a totally different uh, podcast as far as like, how do I relax enough to get my mind to slow down to remember the dreams that I have? And one, why is it so important to even think about dreams and understand dreams, you know, Again, we'll get on things like that, but one thing I will just drop now is that in the Old Testament, the Hebrew word for dream is also the same word for being healthy and strong. And God also said that in Numbers 12, I believe that he said, I speak uh, to to the prophets in dreams and in visions, but I speak to Moses face to face like a man. So the way God communicates is through our dreams, through our visions, through our impressions and things of that nature. So sometimes what are we dreaming? What is it that we desire? What is it that we that brings us fulfillment? Now, when you look at those things, how big is it? How how involved is it? You know, what are the ins and outs of it? If we can understand what the purpose is, then we can start working on the plan. Once we begin to work on the plan for it, then we can begin to set some benchmarks of are we on target or off target? Well, how do we set benchmarks? Again, when we talked about cracking the whip a couple of episodes ago, we talked about being able to follow a leader, someone that's ahead of you doing what you desire to do. They don't necessarily have to be an expert. They just need to be ahead of us. It reminds me of the old joke uh, about uh about the man uh, that took off running because a bear got after him. You know, he and his friends were out there and uh, this bear started chasing them. It's a joke, everybody. The bear started chasing, chasing him and the guy just took off running. And they were like, hey, you can't outrun a bear. He said, I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you. So the whole point is, is whatever we're doing, 
if we are trying to find something that we're trying to do and trying to figure out a pattern of operation, no matter what it is, we can always find someone in front of us, ask them questions and how and ask them how they did it. So once we find out a pattern of success, not only success, but learning from failure as well, we can set some benchmarks. So, again, what is our purpose? Number one. Number two, how do we develop a plan? Number three, how do we set some benchmarks to make sure that we are going to be on our um, on target with our plan as we are beginning to execute our strategy? And if we are off target, how do we come up with ways to get back on target, our ways of realigning and reassessing? So, again, one thing that we have to realize is that once we understand the magnitude of our dream. Once we understand the magnitude of what we're called to and do and understand the plan, the strategy and timeline, we won't find ourselves doing so much comparison and finding ourselves getting irritated, frustrated, burnt out because we're not seeing movement, you know, because what we're comparing ourselves to may not be compatible or on the same level of what we're trying to accomplish. How big is your dream? How small is your dream? What is the timeline of your dream? What is the magnitude of your dream? What is the uh, reach and impact of your dream? What are the logistics and things that it's going to take to pull it off? It doesn't matter how big or how small. It's good to begin to look at why you're trying to do something. What are you trying to do and how You're going to try to get that accomplished. And then what are some things that can keep you from getting it done? So be encouraged. Really take a moment to say, what is it that I desire to do? What is my purpose for being here? How do I plan to get it done? How do I set my benchmarks to make sure that I am on target to get it done? And how do I make quick adjustments when I'm off? But just like that jumbo jet, I have to not only know the magnitude and the logistics of what it's going to take. I'm also have to I also have to understand there's an itinerary if I'm going to do something sizable. I have to know that if my plane, if you will, is scheduled to leave at nine o'clock a.m., I can't be frustrated at eight o'clock a.m. I can't be frustrated at seven o'clock a.m. It's not my time. You know, some people are are basically frustrated because they're not knowing when they're going to be used. But at the end of the day, it's most important to be ready when you're called. That means that when your planning is ready to meet an opportunity, that's when you can see progress and success. So be encouraged and know that when your time comes and if you are ready for that time, when you're up in the air, you will be able to impact the clientele that you're supposed to impact And if it's not even business related, whatever you're supposed to impact, you're going to be able to do that successfully if you have a purpose, if you have a plan, if you have some uh, strategies to do that. So make sure that you stay encouraged, that you don't find yourself comparing, looking to the left or the right, like Proverbs 4.24 says that I'm, I'm basically setting my sights on what's in front of me, not looking to the left or to the right. You know, even Philippians 4, uh, I think it's actually, it's not 4, I think it's 3. And Philippians 3 that I'm pressing toward the mark of the high calling, you know. So keep pressing, keep moving forward, stay focused, don't find yourself comparing to others. Just know that there is a purpose for your life, a calling for your life, and that you can impact and make a difference. So thank you so much. 
for taking a moment to uh, listen in this week. Hope you got a nugget or two out of uh, what was said today. And thanks so much for asking the questions and giving me some things to ponder and think about. And if you want to hear other podcasts, you can always go to my website and check out joelbcraig.com. Or you can hear other podcast episodes on Apple uh, and you can also hear it on Spotify. You can hear it on Pandora. I appreciate you. You can always reach out to me, send me a message on my website through the contacts and I will check it out and see if we can come up with some things that uh, we can think through and ponder through. I appreciate each and every one of you. I hope you have an incredible day. God bless you.